got this book, The Denial of Death, by Ernest Becker. I've heard a lot of good things about it, and it's in my office, and I pick it up and read it sometimes, Uh, but I can't tell if what he's saying is deep or is just utter nonsense. So deep or utter nonsense if this were a segment that would be the name of this segment right so that's the question for the following paragraph Uh, and it's about 10 sentences so don't worry it's not that long in man a working level of narcissism is inseparable from self esteem from a basic sense of self worth We have learned, mostly from Alfred Adler, what man needs most is to feel secure in his self-esteem. But man is not just a blind glob of idling protoplasm, but a creature with a name who lives in a world of symbols and dreams and not merely matter. His sense of self-worth is constituted symbolically. His cherished Narcissism feeds on symbols, on an abstract idea of his own worth, an idea composed of sounds, words, and images in the air, in the mind, on paper. And this means that man's natural yearning for organismic activity, the pleasures of incorporation and expansion, can be fed limitlessly in the domain of symbols and so into immortality. The single organism can expand into dimensions of worlds and times without moving a limb. It can take eternity into itself even as it gaspingly dies. Uh, I understand narcissism is uh, inseparable from self-esteem. I get that part. Um, what man needs most to feel secure is his self-esteem. I get that part. Okay, so we're not just a creature. Uh, we're a creature with a name who lives in a world of symbols and dreams, not merely matter. Sure, because, you know self-esteem is like a subjective thing and we compose it from all these symbols and what's imposed upon us like I get that part uh, 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 symbols an abstract idea of it, own worth an idea composed of sounds, words, and images okay, I get all that in the air uh, I don't know what he's meaning by symbols in the air necessarily maybe just like uh, culture in the mind and on paper. Right. Yeah, I get that part. Uh, and this means that man's natural yearning for organismic activity, the pleasures of incorporation and expansion, sure, uh, can be fed limitlessly in the domains of symbols and so into immortality. Uh, I don't know. 
a single organism can expand into dimensions of worlds and times without moving a sing single without moving a physical limb can expand into dimensions of worlds and times like I guess sure you can think about history and you can think about like imagination of other worlds and stuff it can take eternity into itself even as it gaspingly dies I guess that I mean I guess so I guess he's just saying like you can think about things and you can think about symbols that add to your own self-esteem all right I guess so but it's a little grandiose for my liking I don't think he needed to be that colorful in saying all of that. Okay, so is it profound or is it bullshit? Maybe it's a little of both. That's my determination. On my way to my car, walking home, uh, walking to my car from work, there's some little free libraries kind of all over the place in Minneapolis, and there was this little free library in front of this Lutheran church, and uh, most of the time they just have religious stuff in there, but I looked in and uh, there's this collection of Truman Capote short stories Music for Chameleons, uh, and let's see, I don't know when it was first published, 1975 it looks like, um, but there was, uh, there's this good paragraph in it, I was wandering to my car and reading this as, as I was walking, um, he says, I started writing when I was eight, out of the blue, uninspired by any example. I'd never known anyone who wrote. Indeed, I knew few people who read. But the fact was, the only four things that interested me were reading books, going to the movies, tap dancing, and drawing pictures. Then one day I started writing, not knowing that I had chained myself for life to a noble but merciless master. Uh, and this is the part that I really like. He says, when God hands you a gift, he also hands you a whip. And the whip is intended solely for self-flagellation. And then he goes on to explain what he means by that. 
Uh, I think that is... I think that actually is pretty deep and is not BS. So, I would side on Truman... I would be on Truman, Capote, Truman Capote's side. Jeez, I couldn't say that. Uh, for deep and not BS. Uh, the last part of this episode is just me walking my dog. Um, because... Don't you ever just feel like you're being too bombarded with people saying things at you all the time? But you're already in the middle of listening to something... And it's just going to autoplay the very next thing. So it's like you can't escape this autoplay, just continuous talk. So anyway, don't listen to it. Listen to it. I don't care what you do. I mean, I care, but I don't care also. Uh, it's, just a, it's just noise. Cars. Dog walking. So there you go. Last ten minutes, that's what that's what it is. Um take a nap. Do whatever you want. Bye.
Come on. Terracotta Warriors.